mini uh, mini episode of Kraken One Open. Don't correct me. (laughs) (laughs) Starting to get spoopy, y'all. You're scary. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Tis the season. So, if you have checked out our Battle of the Pumpkins episode, uh, this is the follow-up that we couldn't really fit time-wise. Um, and where we really wanted to feature our experience at the Halloween Horror Nights down Number 29. at 29, y'all, down at Universal Studios in Florida. It was fantastic this year, y'all. It always is fantastic. Yeah, this was our third year going. I can't say it's my favorite, but there were there were some really awesome houses this year. Yeah, I, I don't know if any of them were my favorite but we'll get into it because i don't want to put anything down because halloween horror nights is fantastic it's true if you haven't checked it out if you live on the east coast go check out orlando i know it's a bit of a flight it's a bit of a drive we drive down there yes road trip (laughs) it's a fun road trip down not quite as fun going back up no because you got nothing to look forward to vacation's over life back (sighs) to life back Back to to reality so yeah but if you're on the West Coast, check out the California Park. Hollywood. Um, Hollywood, Universal Hollywood. It's, I guess it's similar. Slightly different. Some of the mazes are the same themed, although some of them are different. Mm-hmm. So one of the probably, houses is House of a Thousand Corpses. House. Okay. Yep. And what I've seen is House of the, so- the House of a Thousand Corpses maze looks a little different in Hollywood than it yeah. does here. In, um, here, <laughs> down in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. On the East Coast. And they have some different themes. Like we have the Yeti one. They have a winter mm. theme, but it's uh, Santa's. Uh, the elves have gone crazy. So they have. Which sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, we have Universal Monsters, which is a collection, a collection of all of them down in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Hollywood has Frankenstein versus the werewolf. Oh, okay. So, so they're they, variations they, they eliminated, on a theme. They eliminate a, a lot of the Universal, the classic monsters then. Right. They make it very. Which I was surprised uh, to see. That they included things like the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and Phantom of the Opera in classic Universal monsters. I don't. I don't usually think of them first. Is this our natural segue into one of the mazes? I guess so. All right. So yeah, I also forgot that Universal owns or you know is known for all these classic monsters, even going as far back as not just Dracula, the Wolfman, and Frankenstein, mm-hmm. but the Invisible Man. Um, yep. And and the Hunchback of Notre Dame and the Phantom of the Opera. Played by Lam Chaney back in the day um, with his incredible makeup effects, which you learn about at the horror uh, makeup show makeup at Universal, show. which if you've been to Universal and you've passed by it because it just seems like a little out of a the little way, cheesy. And it a little cheesy because it's just like a makeup show. Ugh. Do it. It's fun. It's hilarious. The co-hosts yeah. are amazing. They have great chemistry. And it does show off some cool makeup effects and stuff yeah. like that and how they make blood and, and weapons. But it's it, mostly just a fun comedy. Yeah. Horror makeup show. It's a lot of fun. It's one of the highlights of, it's one of the hidden highlights, I think, of Universal. I would agree. But yeah, the Universal Monsters, it's, that maze, the lead up to it was awesome. I love the outside of the maze. Yeah, in they the had these really cool projections um, that made it seem like the house was kind of morphing. I was a little confused the first time we went through because all the monsters appeared so many different times in different places. And like I said, I didn't expect Hunchback or Phantom to be there. And Bride of Frankenstein was an interesting addition, too. Yeah. I mean, you can't really have at this point, you can't have Frankenstein without Bride. Without Bride, yeah. I mean, I think they did. It's a progression of monsters 
in mm. whichever way they chose. I mean, I guess it makes sense to do Wolfman first on the outside and you go through the crypts mm-hmm. and he's in a graveyard and then you end up in inside places. But there were some mazes that I thought were better than others because yeah. it was kind of like a whole mini maze kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So you enter and you're in the Wolfman's lair and there's a fake graveyard and you go through and you see the werewolf from a distance or you hear him <laughs> and you see a hunter trying to get the werewolf. But yeah, I think the Phantom of the Opera and the Hunchback were the weakest ones yeah. in that maze because you couldn't really see them. Um, the Hunchback maze area, because you're 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 walking the whole time. There's no time to stop in the Halloween Horror Nights mazes. No, you don't stop and look around. Yeah, <laughs> you're with a groups of of hundreds and thousands. So the if, line is constantly moving. You're always behind or in front of somebody, numerous somebodies. So you can't stop. The only time you can stop in those mazes is when somebody freaks out so much that they fall backwards or something, and then the line kind of gets traffic jammed a little yeah. bit. But yeah, the Hunchback one was like, it looked cool, but I could never find the Hunchback really. And no, then Phantom of the Opera was, was like a lot, timing, of, yeah, a lot of mirrors. And I didn't see the Phantom until he tried to grab my mom, who was there, visit, <laughs> who was there with us this year. And like he really reached for her head, which was interesting. <laughs> yeah, because there's a, a very clear like, do not touch, you will not be touched rule. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't a huge fan of Frankenstein. At no. least his initial appearance in the in the maze where he's he's I like the idea of him. The scene t- he's taking uh, Dr. Frankenstein out on the same table he was born on. Yeah. But he's just kind of standing there and he's not hidden and nothing pops out or scares you. He just kind of walks by you until the very end. Wow. When you think you're out and clear of the maze and then all of a sudden Frankenstein pops out and scares the living shit out of you, i.e. me. Yep. So there's black <laughs> curtains. There's black curtains up at the end of every maze where they have the actors obviously go in and out. And Frankenstein actually appears out of there and just tries to get everybody who walks out. Yep. Which is pretty awesome. With and a, got me. a nice classic like piano dong, every yep. time he comes out too, which is cool. I'm sure there was actually somebody on a piano behind him too, just hitting that would the be chord really cool, every time yeah. he went out, just watching him go out. So I, I thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it was pretty cool. Dracula was really neat. I like the Dracula section. Yeah. Um, they did a Dracula really well. He was, they have the, the little female really Draculas cool. trying to like his little, his little helpers trying to eat you. Mm-hmm. And then you see Dracula, somebody, his, um, I can't remember her name now from the novel. She's on the, she's on a slab up top and you see Dracula kind of get them, get them all, like kill them. And yeah, his yeah. makeup's awesome. He's really scary looking, but mm-hmm. he's still got the classic Dracula outfit. Um, it's really cool. Uh, so yeah, the Universal Maze, that was cool. I would say that was one of the better ones this year. I like the idea. I thought some of the execution could have been better, but that's something because it's a universal property and it's so classic. They should mm-hmm. bring, they should do something with them every year. Yeah. A scare yeah, zone, a maze, a scare zone, a maze. They should maybe switch off, mm-hmm. but absolutely. They should keep doing that. Maybe focus on one particular character every year. Yeah. And really dive into it. Another part of it that was uh, in there and really advertised was the Us Park. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the featured ones this year. Really. It was one of the big featured ones like, hey, we've got Us. And <sighs> like it, Us was a, a good movie, and, but I don't know if it necessarily lends itself to a horror house. Right. Because the whole idea of the movie is that it's another f- you. Yeah. And they can't make another you try to get you. Yeah. So unless I had like a mirror up, like like a two way mirror where they had people stand up and even then everyone's so many different sizes and genders and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're not going to match everybody up. Yeah. Some of the, some of the effects were cool. It, they did recreate the sets really cool. Like the that, living that room set true. was there. A lot of the same like bodies <laughs> were present. <laughs> it was really cool to walk in. The start of it was the, um, the horror house from yep. the beach yep. where Lupita Nyong'o's character as a child first encounters the other, the other, other us's. you. So I thought that was cool. They had the owl on the wall and everything. Mm-hmm. The living room set was really well done. They even did a really good job with the uh, 
the house with the where the twins with the twins were murdered upstairs. Yeah. Tim and Eric guy was yeah killed. Passed by then murdered twins with the new twins there, and they had mm-hmm. the underground subway with the rabbits all over the place, which I thought was fun. <laughs> that was a nice touch. Um, so this the the look of the set was really cool, but yeah. I thought the scares were very minimal. Yeah. Um, no one even really tries to kill you that much. They just kind of no. appear and stand well, they had, there. They had the weird. big guy come out and make the weird like guttural noises which is creepy yeah yeah but people up here with scissors like just out of nowhere to stand there but mm-hmm. yeah overall not so much jump scare yeah i was a little disappointed i was really looking forward to it because i did enjoy the movie but looking back on it it would have been really hard to make it a scary maze yeah another house that they did was for the big featured house was uh, stranger things which was like insanely popular last year the lines got to be like one hour long, two hours long, three hours long, and then full. Like they just weren't letting other people. In. Oh yeah. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, someone who I work with at the day job goes to Universal and Disney quite frequently because he does a lot of internships there and stuff like that. And he told me that toward the end, like closer to Halloween, mm-hmm. immediately the lines would fill up to capacity. Oh wow. And they actually stayed open like maybe an extra hour before it. And then they'd go past what they were supposed to be able to allow into universe. Like that's how busy it was. Wow. And I know for a fact, last year it got so busy that they opened it up for an extra week, just the stranger things maze. And we're like, okay, it's open during the day. You can go in. It's like a ride. That's crazy. And that, that's is what cool. That, but yeah, it's also a little maybe hard to stomach for the people that all paid extra to participate in Halloween Horror Nights, that yeah, extra hundred dollars. <laughs> and now everyone can do it. It's just an, it's just one maze though. Yeah. It's true. to everything else. That Halloween Horror Nights has to offer because Halloween Horror Nights is not just mazes. Yeah. Which we'll get to. But um, yeah, the one this year was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe used a lot of the stuff from the other year. Yeah, but it still had a, a couple good jump scares. Yeah. They do a really good job at recreating like the. Uh, the Demogorgon. The Demogorgon. They do a really good job at the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. Like going to the Upside Down. And- yeah, there's actually like the like the ash or the snowflakes, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, movie falling. ash falls down. Yep. The lights behind everything. A bunch of different hoppers pop out with shotguns. <laughs> with the the uh, hazmat outfit on. Mm-hmm. They also had like a they, smell this year. Yeah. When you were in the cave, like like a, like a moldy cave smell, mm-hmm. which they've done, in, they've done in the past and they do again in, in other mazes this year as well mm-hmm. with smells. <laughs> but um, I thought that was really cool how they, yeah. how they really immerse you in those mazes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you really kind of go through a mishmash of season two and three. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I almost feel like the season two stuff is stronger than the season three stuff, which might be because of timing. I know that they start from what I've read about Halloween Horror Nights. They've they've got to start planning so far ahead. They start planning as soon as it ends. So, I mean, we're recording this October 24th. They're probably already thinking about next year. Yeah, November 2nd is their last day. Mm-hmm. So November 3rd, the guys in charge of Halloween, Hor- the guys and, and girls in, front, in charge of Halloween Horror Nights, they're starting all over again. Yeah. So season three was just a glimmer in other people's minds. So they might've gotten a sneak peek and that's why the season three stuff is a little less. So if that's true, that's a really good point. You actually. don't remember season two as well. Maybe before you do the maze, just kind of take a refresher course in season two, because mm-hmm. the season three stuff while it's there, you don't get a lot of it. There's the cabin it's scene. Heavy. Yeah. Um, where they try to kill the, uh, the mind flayer there and you get mm-hmm. the weird tentacle thing and you get a little bit of the star court mall and you get a little bit of Billy in the sewers, but it's mm-hmm. mostly season two. Yeah. They went heavy on the star court mall Outside of the mazes, shall we say? Yes. <laughs> they use that as one of their, to rename one of their food courts they usually have there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all themed as like little food court Typical areas. Typical food court. 
you know, there was like a Chinese food area and like, like a sandwich shop and a dessert shop and stuff like yep. that, which is cool. No, I liked it. It had a theme. Yeah. But those, those tents are there every year, but it was cool that they had a theme for them this year. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Stranger Things stuff was cool. And then the other featured house this year was awesome. And that was <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? I said I said Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. I already said it. God. <laughs> so the Ghostbusters house was amazing. I don't know if it was heavy on scares, but it didn't need to be. I mean, it no. was everything you'd want it to be. It starts in the library. It, yeah, you you experience the movie. It, oh, so cool. There were so many good details that all the way down to like the books moving on the library shelves from the beginning. Yep. And the slime everywhere. Slime. Uh, you get the uh, the tray table that set on fire because they missed. <laughs> and like, you got, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> uh, you got really cool mirror effects with Slimer. Yeah. So Slimer looked like a hologram and even the librarian as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of going through the area, even though they were ghosts. Um, and there was a really cool hologram with Slimer getting um, zapped mm-hmm. in the ballroom. So they did a really cool job with the effects for that. Although the Ghostbusters trapping Slimer were clearly mannequins. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that could be helped. Maybe lower in the lights and just like more flashing. Mm-hmm. But that was a little like, oof. And while the Ghostbusters didn't necessarily look like their counterparts when they popped up at you, a yeah. lot of it was the scares were them popping out and delivering their lines. Yeah. the Which they did very well. The Dana, the, the Scorny Weaver and Rick Man- Moranis. They were Dead on. They were awesome the I day am we the went. I'm the keymaster. I'm the gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. The keymaster. You're right. Oh. Gatekeeper and the keymaster. They were really spot on and yeah. they looked the part. And they were in there. there was, he was in his stupid uh, colander <laughs> hat with the diodes <laughs> on it and she was in the red dress and it looked really cool. And then, yeah. of course, you got the scene where she's taken by the dogs and there's mm-hmm. an actress with like, All the right. dogs. All right. Who brought the dog? You got the door with that had the face pop out of it, which I thought that was a really, was really cool really effect. Cool. And then the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man kind of looms in the background mm-hmm. and a lot of different shots projected, looming large over you as he watches you. And then a Slimer, of course, pops out of you a couple of times and the devil dogs. And then, of course, you get Gozer the Gozerian. And it's just it's just really it's a really cool park. Very fun. Or a really cool maze, rather. Very fun. Very funny. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, just when you think you're out, just like the Universal Monsters, <laughs> Slimer comes out and tries to get you, which is a really nice touch. And that was in their big house this year. Yeah, they went hard on that one. But Ghostbusters was really neat. It's their 35th anniversary, which is why they were doing it. Uh-huh. Those were their main themed ones. Their main, main like their main parks. I mean, we started with yeah. Universal Monsters. I don't know if that was maybe one of their main ones, but mm-hmm. they did it. And then, of course, they've got their original fairs. Yeah. Well, the one of the other themed ones that I really liked was House of a Thousand Corpses. Right. Right. Which is in a smaller, which is in a quote unquote smaller, smaller area. Maze, yeah. Smaller area. Most of the mazes, though, are even though they're like main areas that's mostly Mm -hmm. line size maze wise they're all about the same size some have more headroom than others so they can do larger yeah that's but i think that is taken into account more in terms of what they want to bring in the crowd yeah 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 house of a thousand corpses was cool we hadn't really we made sure to watch the movie before we went down um but it was that was my first viewing of it It was i had seen um devil's rejects but never house of a thousand corpses Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean it it was it was cool yeah the characters were really good they were spot on all the different versions of baby were really creepy. The Captain Spaulding, uh, the first day we went mm-hmm. at the very, who's at the very beginning selling the chicken in the gas station. He was really into it, yeah. which I think really worked. <laughs> so you get Rain Wilson, uh, you get him dead with the, the fish body from the film. When he's murdered, he gets turned into this weird fish sculpture, which mm-hmm. is there. You get the dog barking at you, which scares, uh, 
Walter Goggins character in the mm-hmm. movie. You kind of go through a lot of the movie. There are some parts that didn't really make sense to me. Yeah. There's this scene, there's the, you go through a lot of TV screens, which just pop up random stuff, which I think is more evocative maybe of Rob Zombie's music videos than actually mm-hmm. the movie itself. Yeah, that seemed like it would have fit in better in the the scare zone. Right. And then there's a werewolf, which Why? I didn't get. Yeah. Unless that's supposed to be the dog, but scarier. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, it was a little weird. But then you go into Dr. Satan's uh, cave. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool where you get all the weird asylum people looking at you and the big brute guy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there's Dr. Satan working on the <laughs> Chris Hardwick's, Chris Hardwick's character. character. And he's got the double robot arms and he's just kind of looking at you. Help. So that that it is uh, that is a really cool park. And that is their yeah. last. And all the de- just the I think it was mostly the details that they put into the beginning when you walk into the gas station. Like oh, yeah. There was like the, the outside. The, the mason jar full of keys of people that have been taken like all like everything lining the walls it was just like oh i'm on the set almost yeah it was really cool and they're playing um run run rabbit Mm -hmm. from the film to get you kind of pumped up get you pumped into it and then everything else is just kind of like an original maze just like spooky things they want to do except for Oh, there's one more movie one, mm-hmm. and that is Killer Clowns from Outer Space, <laughs> which they did last year as a scare zone, which was really cool because their scare zone and was that funny. Was fun. uh, they had the clowns walking around. You could take pictures with them. They were more photo friendly, friendly. I they, guess. A lot of the scare zones you go through, you can't take any video in the scare zones, uh, the mazes, but in the scare zones, you're absolutely allowed to take pictures and yeah. you get as scared. As long as you're not like disrupting the scare actors from doing their job. Right. But the scare for, actors- For more than a second. Yeah. But they don't really stop for the most part. Yeah. You got to be fast. The killer clowns area, they do stop for photos. Yeah. They were stopping There's, there. They had bubble they're lumbering guns. around. So it's really. They had the big rubber suits. Yep. They looked just <laughs> as cheesy. You had the weird music and the fun colors. Mm-hmm. And it really was like these stupid little alien guys were like invading uh, Universal. So this year, because they were so popular, mm-hmm. they did a full on maze. And the maze is exactly like you're going through the awful, awful, but in the best ways. movie. <laughs> And that's the other house that that uh, you were talking about where they pumped up the the smells oh, through the, the smells. house. So this maze is located, oddly enough, right behind the Shrek 4D ride. Yeah. Which is like, where do they get the space to put a whole maze in there? But you go through it and so it's a whole maze. Mm-hmm. So they do a really good job planning that. And they pump out as you get into the clown spaceship. They pump the smell of cotton candy mm-hmm. and popcorn um, and popcorn throughout the whole thing. So it's like, oh, man, you're smelling cotton candy. Oh, that's so cool. And then you remember cotton candy is what they're turning the people into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you do go through the movie, get the hand puppets that, eat, that are eating the guy. All the different clowns pop up. The clown with the boxing gloves trying to box you. And that's shadow puppets. And you push through cotton candy bags of people. <laughs> and then at the end, there's the giant one that's like gonna eat oh, you yep clownzilla is at the end and he is clownzilla sized he is actually gigantic he's and he's huge puppeted by ropes and stuff above above you on the maze like coming down at you and it's really really impressive and really well done yeah i just really like it it's just a lot of fun yeah it was it definitely wasn't scary but no but it, it was a lot of fun to walk through and, if and you, I'm, I'm pretty sure they got me a few times anyway oh they'll they'll get you in any maze just because of the pop-out stuff mm-hmm. and they have the little clowns the snake clown heads trying yeah. to eat you and then it, close by, they have a the ice cream truck from the film mm-hmm. and two clowns there with props. And you can it's a photo op yeah, and you take pictures with the two clowns, which, of course, I did. Yeah. If you haven't seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space yet, it's an 80s horror movie, horror comedy movie. Purposely cheesy. Uh, and it's available it on YouTube for free. It's definitely worth a watch before you do the maze. And it's definitely worth a watch if you like really cheesy mystery science theater 3000 type stuff. Um, but in this case, being purposely. Mm-hmm. And then after that, all the different... Uh, mazes were all 
just kind of originals. Yeah. So there was the the Yeti one, which we touched on before. So the Yeti one is probably your favorite. My favorite that yeah. year, this year. Other than I love Ghostbusters in terms of actual like scare, the Yeti maze was really cool. The, yeah. The fact that you walked in there and it was snowing. It was snowing. It was cold. Yeah. They pumped cold air out. There was snow everywhere, trees, mm-hmm. cabins. You walked from outside into a cabin kind of in a natural progression. Mm-hmm. And these Yetis are And then everywhere. like almost into a cave. Yep, there's an ice cave. The Yetis are actually eating people mm-hmm. and their intestines are there and people are screaming. Yeah, and people are popping out with guns, guns like shooting. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> That's just really well done. And the Yeti costumes are really well done, yeah. which does affect the horror maze. Like if your creature effects aren't that good, and we'll get into that a little later, like if your monsters don't look great, it does affect your maze. Oh, for sure. So there's the fact that the Yetis looked really cool. Mm-hmm. The fact that the sets were really neat. They had the snow. It was totally, completely immersive. Yes. And in the maze, or the, when you got into the cave, the ice maze, they had the uh, body parts stuck in the ice. Like mm-hmm. they were getting ready to eat them later. <laughs> I'll save this hand. <laughs> so the Yeti one was absolutely um, one to watch. Yeah. And, and what's great is if they're not themed, they tend to have shorter lines. Yeah, that's true. So you can get there like first and then get into the line, which is going to be long anyway after that. Mm-hmm. And I guess going into the, if the suits aren't that great, it kind of affects it, would be the the depths. Yeah. Of the depths of fear, which was, it was a, a cool really idea. well-made maze. Yeah. The water runs through the it. The set was awesome. The set was awesome. You walk through this opening where there's a video montage of somebody warning you, don't go in, mm-hmm. don't send the rescue team. Essentially, you in the maze are the rescue team, which I always like when they do the mazes where they explain who you are in the maze. Yeah. So I like that we're supposed to be the rescue team. <laughs> And they do a really good job at this fungusy mold fish stuff taking yeah, over people, there's driving stu- them there's insane. There's water dripping on you. Yeah, it's, it's really, you feel like you're underwater. It's you like feel it's it. like dank and yeah. And the only, the only issue would be like the fish monsters, which appear in it. Are super cheesy. They're really, they're, they're like a cool design that's just like a really complicated to do for. Yeah. The, probably the budget that they have. Not that they have this low budget. You look like you're walking to a movie set every time. Yeah. But these these costumes are so big and lumbering that they kind of like, okay. Not necessarily scary. Cool design, not necessarily the scariest, but it the maze was really cool. And it is yeah. off-putting to be in this underwater yeah. dripping area mm-hmm. where there's water runoffs and steam and pipes and dead bodies everywhere. And even mm-hmm. the, the people going insane trying to hurt you or trying to warn you to stay back because they're trying to kill another fish guy mm-hmm. is really neat. And at the end, there's you walk in, there's this big open area with this big red light from a vent. And the fish guy's right there and he's silhouetted. So it's all black and he's moving in the, in the silhouette looks right at, looks straight up from a movie. So I thought in terms of set wise, that was a really well done set. Yeah. That was a strong set for sure. Even if the creatures kind of kept it from being the biggest scares, it was definitely something to check out just because of wow. how, how the execution. I'm impressed by that. Yeah. That set design and stuff and execution. Mm-hmm. One of the scariest ones was probably graveyard games. Yeah. In terms of jump scare, I don't know if the idea of it was necessarily cohesive. And we talked about that um, when we were going through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be um, kids desecrating a graveyard. Yeah. And then getting killed one by one. And then one teenage girl is the one survivor who is throughout it kind of screaming to you to like to help, help me. And which her is cell phone is supposed area. to be dying. but And her mom's talking to her. And yeah. Then she dies because mother, the mother of the graveyard, mm-hmm. who's like the queen ghost, um, is attacking her along with all the other ghosts. But the the look of the graveyard is really cool. And as you that go through, cool. it turns from a graveyard into a mausoleum into what we can only assume is the graveyard comes alive. And now all of a sudden graves are everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
and it's turning itself into a maze to keep you from ever escaping. And toward the end, of course, the girl does not make it out because it's a yeah. horror movie and becomes <laughs> twisted. Her jaws off. She looks like she watched uh, the ring. The ring. Video. Yep. And she's holding the cell phone and she's FaceTiming her mom and her mom's like, are you there? Yeah. Where are you? Who's there? It's a ring. And then as you go through further, you see the maze is twisted even further. So her coffin and her body is now way up on the ceiling. Mm -hmm. She's a little more rotted and the battery now just is low power and it's cracked and she's dead. Pretty gory. Um, and they're, they had the creepiest of like probably all the maze stuff we've yeah, done. Yeah. And they definitely scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so you go through one maze. Several times. One part of the maze is you just start hearing kids' voices and you walk yeah. a little further and you're just in an area where it's pitch black. And they have, they must have strategically placed speakers that just like, it feels like someone is right next to your ear whispering. Oh, it's yeah. kids ugh. singing songs and whispering. It's all children goes to, oh, and you course. just have to walk forward because you can't see mm -hmm. anything. And that's, that's pretty creepy. And as you leave, of course, at the entrance and exit of the maze out of the same area, you hear kids creepily singing yep. like ring around the rosy and stuff like that. So that was in terms of the story idea. It was okay, but in mm -hmm. terms of like scare factor, like that dark room and dark area yeah, was, was, was pretty there. creepy. Nightingales, I guess, is based on another maze that they've had as well mm -hmm. um, with these evil bird monsters. This time, this year takes place in ancient Rome where they've kind of attacked a gladiator arena. So, I mean, I wasn't familiar with the fact that those monsters existed in a different house already. So it just seemed very out of place for me. Yeah, I, I only knew because I had read about it in mm -hmm. an article, probably on IGN, talking about the horror park mm -hmm. and how they were bringing it back, but in a different era this time. But yeah, it was weird. They don't introduce the birds. Like, yeah. you don't know they're going to be birds, and then they are, but they are creepy birds. Yeah. And it is interesting because it's a maze where you can go two by two, which I thought was weird. Well, you can't do that in other mazes. Yeah, it's so, usually single file. Yep. So that was interesting. They made you go two by two if you're with a pair, which holds, which makes the line go faster. Yeah, that's true. So it does kind of make sense. I thought the set design was really strong on that one. Yeah. Interesting that you start on the outside and then go inside. Most of them, you walk into a building before the maze starts. Right. This is the first one that really, some of them have a little bit of stuff outside, but this is the first one that does have a decent amount well, of actually, maze outside. The the one last year, the Patient Zero one started on the outside too. Yes, that is true. That one was awesome. Yeah. The Nightingale was okay. Yeah. Other than maybe... For newcomers, not explaining the birds that much. The birds were everywhere. They the, were creepy looking. The gladiators, looking. the like, just, the just like angry dudes that are screaming. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're screaming, I'm gonna, training. I'm going to go this way now. <laughs> high energy. Like, they look like they want to kill something. And you're yep. like, I don't want any part of this. Yep. The birds are, they pop out a lot. Yeah. There weren't any shortage of the monsters. And they didn't rely on being dark. It was just like moody, mm -hmm. but not dark. It was just like, these things are everywhere and trying to get you. And it really did feel like an invasion. Mm -hmm. like there was no point there's no lull in the maze as soon as you were in you were in i mean at the very start when some of the bird people are eating a horse so yeah. <laughs> like, right when you walk into the maze as you get started the gore starts the gore begins uh so that was kind of cool a little weird that they're bird people and they don't explain it if you mm -hmm. didn't already know the nightingales but that, yeah, that's, maze. that's pretty much my only but yeah it was still pretty neat and the high energy like you said of the gladiators really help mm -hmm. sell the creep factor and i think that covers pretty much all the houses yeah and then, of course, there are the scare zones, mm -hmm. which are always fun. Yes. So you walk around. It only takes place in Universal Studios. I know they've done Islands of Adventures and both Islands of Adventures and Studios in the past. They primarily just do studios now, mm -hmm. or at least the last three years we've been there. And they really do make it so that the entire park is 
Halloween. Halloween yeah. theme. It's a scare zone. It's you, you pay for more than just the maze. I mean, the whole place, oh, yeah. you walk through the archway, the Universal Classics Universal Studio archway, and they've got projections on the archway. And this year's mm-hmm. like an 80s arcade theme. Yep. And they're pumping out this, this synth music, which was oh, really the music. cool. It was, it got me so pumped up, like both nights that we went. Yep. The music's great. And the scare zones are great because as, mm-hmm. as soon as you walk through, they, they get you started. You go through this game over arcade type area, mm-hmm. which maybe wasn't big on scares, but was really cool and really yeah, gets very, you into very like, Tron like there were girls on stilts in this like pleather glowing outfits with like sleek sunglasses. And then uh, these creepy art giant arcade games where people would pop out from behind and scare you. Yeah. Just and get the smoke the machines mood. with lasers. Mm hmm. Uh, they had a really weird fashion show where like inmates were being tortured by this insane doctor <laughs> and given weird plastic surgeries and then coming out to be like on display. I think that was Vanity Ball. Yeah, Vanity Ball is what that was called. Uh, Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe, which was your favorite. I mean, they did have <laughs> scantily clad ladies dancing, dancing in, a tower. in cages, um, but <laughs> it was a little weird. It was just kind of like very Rob Zombie. It was like Rob Zombie's music videos. Him. Yeah. So they had bits and pieces of his different music videos there yeah, and they actually displayed on it videos. on the walls. And then what was that car from? Uh, it must have been that from vintage. one of his other videos. Yeah. Uh, it was all just parts of his videos, which was, I guess, cool. Yeah. Had, had, they had good photo opportunities on that one. Yes, for sure. Zombieland took up the most of the New York type area, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess is their bigger scare zone area. The biggest, maybe the biggest scare zone area. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of zombies walking around, which was cool because you didn't know who was a zombie yeah, and who wasn't. The zombies were very subtle. It wasn't like they weren't walking dead zombies. They weren't super decomposed. They were like Zombieland zombies where it's like you can make jokes out of different people from different walks of mm-hmm. life. So you have your cheerleaders, you have your doctors, you have your regular construction workers and mm-hmm. regular people. Yeah. So you wouldn't know who was just walking around checking out the park and who was until they jumped out walking at you. <laughs> around. Yeah. Looking for brains. Yep. So that was neat. And you got got all the time. Yeah. I was a walking target this year. <laughs> Not complaining, but. I definitely was more so than previous years. Vikings Undead kind of took over the walkway in the Central Park area yep. that gets you into Simpsons land. The Vikings Undead was OK. Yeah. I liked last year they did trick or treat. Yes. And so they had a little that Sam walking around and the werewolves and and just all that. And I, I really like Sam. Yeah. And trick or treat. So I think the best part of the Vikings Undead was the the lady that was just like crunching into that decomposing oh, body. Yeah. Well, that's like, I'm sorry, last year was the pumpkins, the pumpkin takeover, oh. which was also like decomposing bodies and pumpkins mm-hmm. and pumpkin creatures, Gross. which was also cool. Yeah. But yeah, the Viking lady eating the guy was really neat because yeah. you could hear their screams and he was over a fire pit and mm-hmm. it was really gory. Um, and this is stuff that they literally put tarps over during the day because it's so graphic. Right. Very. You can still see that, oh, they have Halloween Horror Night set up, but yeah, mm-hmm. the most graphic stuff is covered up or is some of it's taken down to like show there's the frames of stuff during yeah. the day. But at night, anything goes. Yep. But they do put a warning. You shouldn't take anyone under the age of 13 to the horror mazes, which is true. Yeah. It is very graphic. It's crazy. Like the how quickly they transform the park between four and six o'clock, how fast they do it and how different it feels. It. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. And along with these scare zones, they also have, of course, the Anarchy of Villains uh, mm-hmm. show, which mm-hmm. they've had the last two years. Anarchy of Villains now took over the main stage where yep. Bill and Ted's used to be. Yep. And that was really well done this year. Yeah. I mean, it was last year, too. Just very different. It was hard to track the story last year with the post-apocalyptic future robot thing. Mm -hmm. This year was a kind of an interesting take on the Jekyll and Hyde story Mm -hmm. where Dr. Jekyll 
tries to cure the sickness and ends up making himself Mr. Hyde. And Mr. Hyde, instead of just being a murderer, wants to make more hides. So he infects other people with the same uh, potion, which I thought was an interesting twist. And it's a really weird dance, interpretive dance kind of thing, but Mm -hmm. it's high, high energy. Oh, yeah. And they do some weird stuff. Crazy stuff stuff that like you you shouldn't be able to bend your body that way, dude. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. It's like a stunt show meets Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. And it's really, really well done and really impressive. Very impressive. Highly choreographed. Very physical. Like these people are insanely talented. And the whole show is about a half hour. And I think yeah. it plays once an hour or once every two hours. Yeah. yeah something like but that. But still the fact that they can do four or five shows a night. Yeah. I'm, every like, night, I'm wondering six if it's the same week. people or if they have like two casts I think it's night. the same people. <sighs> That's so intensive. It's it's nuts. It's really, really, really impressive. And yeah. I look forward to seeing them next year as well. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm sad that we didn't watch it the first year. We watched parts of it the first year. The first year it was just kind of happening. Yeah. In the park. It wasn't on it's just on a stage on the streets. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. So we watched a little bit of it, but the crowds, there were no there was no seating room or anything. Mm-hmm. And then uh the other show was the uh the marathon of mayhem, the water show. Which is new that they installed that water stuff. Mm-hmm. They were putting it in last year. Around mm-hmm. Halloween time, and now it's all done. Yeah, and we were we were trying to figure out what they were doing last year because we we saw the the beginnings of the it being built. Right, and they had lowered the water mm-hmm. so you could see more of it, and it was really impressive. That water yeah. show was awesome. Jets of water come up in different directions, and they project stuff on Colors the water and images and video. That's and then across uh, the other half of Universal Studios on their fake San Francisco mm-hmm. are images from the movie and sets and Stay Puft Marshmallow Man walking down the street and Slimer coming at you. And yep. it's really cool 20 minute show. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to describe because it's a water show. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't it, know. Like it almost it sounds a little lame when you say that it's a water show. It's but a water it's show. impressive. It's really cool. I guess the closest thing to describe, the, I guess um, the Bellagio, I guess, has water shows. Yeah. In Las Vegas. So if you've been there, you kind of know what it's all about. But other than that, it's hard to describe the. It's just it's really it's impressive, cool. <laughs> like programming and planning and, and coordinating all these different streams of water and color. And it's an experience. Something to check out. Yeah. And of course, they have the food. They have the sounds. They have the all sights. the different themed food between Stranger Things. Well, that I think that was the big theme this year. Yeah, they are. Uh, every Halloween they have their Famous pizza fries. Pizza fries. That people yep. go crazy for. And then this year they added s'mores fries, which we unfortunately missed out on. No, but we did get the waffle dessert for Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So all these foods are like in different locations and then they change certain things. So like Mel's drive-in is now Mel's dying because they unlight some of the words. The Monster Cafe is always there, which is... Appropriate. Uh, yeah, appropriate <laughs> and a pretty popular place on Halloween Horror Nights. Yep. Because it's a location and also it's themed. Mm-hmm. The Monsters Cafe is, uh, the food is surprisingly good. It's pretty good. centralized too. Yeah, it's, you're going to pass by it entering yeah. or exiting the park. And like you can sit in different areas of the mm-hmm. the cafe. It's like Creature from the Black Lagoon area. Mm-hmm. They came from outer space area. The <laughs> Phantom of the Opera area. The Dracula area. The Frankenstein area. Yeah. And they're all playing the movies in the different areas as well that you mm-hmm. can sit down and watch and eat your eat your food, which is, like I said before, it's it's actually really surprisingly good. And then they've got the electric chair out front. Yep, that you can sit in photo op. Yep. Uh, they always have different themed drinks as well, specialty mm-hmm. drinks and specialty glasses. So this year they have light up glasses based on their Halloween horror parks. What was a little disappointing was they opened, they released them week to week. 
Yeah. So, so we went when there was really only, can't collect them all. Yeah. Two weeks into it, we were able to get Ghostbusters and Universal Monsters, but there were still two more glasses yeah. left by Stranger Things and Killer Clowns, I believe. And obviously being from Connecticut, we can't just go back and grab, and the, other grab ones. the other two. So and the cups from last year were really cool, too. It was a very different in the, the split. Yes. You can um, get a single cup with the different flavors or you can get the split cup if you got the double flavors together. Mm-hmm. And then you got this crazy straw that combined the flavors for you. That was really cool. Yeah. It was a nice touch. And then, of course, at Halloween Horror Nights, most of the Universal Studios is actually open. Mm-hmm. So Simpsons World plays the uh, Halloween music uh, for the Simpsons. So you get a lot of that. Yep. The creepier theme songs and the <laughs> Gracie films. And mm-hmm. it's 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 really cool to see that. And of course, Diagon Alley is open, which yes. if you have not, if you've been to Harry Potter World, you know how awesome that is. <laughs> But if you haven't checked that out at night and you're there in Halloween Horror Nights, you gotta go. Go. I mean, just go for a little bit at and least go check to out see the, the dragon. See the dragon at night. See the owls mm-hmm. uh, at night when they're lit up. The whole place is almost completely different. It look feels different and style yeah. at night, and it really comes alive in its own different way mm-hmm. uh, at nighttime than it does in the day. And I think they play different music too. They play. They play a little bit darker. music. They play the darker yeah. music. They play the more piano kind of like do do do. And it really does feel like you're in a nighttime scene in the movie, which is cool. And then you can have numerous copious amounts of butterbeer. Yeah. And if you want to ride the rides with less long line line weights, Halloween Horror Nights lets you ride Gringotts. Um, On certain days, you can ride Krusty. You can ride Rip Ride Rocket. You Mm -hmm. can ride Mummy. Oh, Transformers. Transformers is also available. Yep. So there are some there are some rides that you can still ride while the park is open for Halloween Horror Nights, which is really neat. Yeah. And it's just such a cool, awesome time. Like it, it blows any local yeah. uh, Halloween maze out of the water. Your like, local hayride can't compete. Your local fright, fear thing can't compete. You in really terms do of, get what you pay for. It looks like you're in a movie set. You might not get the scares that some of your local ones might get, where they really try to scare you, you, yeah, and give you a heart attack. This is more about putting you in a horror movie, which they do have some jump scares, but that's about it. But mm-hmm. it's just so immersive and if you like horror films and you like film and that's really what universal is good for is is you feel like you're in a movie set and you feel Mm -hmm. like your movie studio and you feel like everything's a part of that so if you like movies like i do it's just it's movie mecca (laughs) i love universal studios and i love universal halloween horror nights and i can't imagine not going back year after year yeah i'm super excited really hard to do anything else for vacation (laughs) from now on i'm super super excited to see what halloween horror nights 30 is going to bring. Oh, it I'm it has to be epic. So Universal, if you're listening to this, we love you. We love you. We'll be back next year. Uh give us free stuff. <laughs> um and also, we're very excited for Halloween Horror Nights 30. Yep. Bring back Beetlejuice. Yes, and Jack. <laughs> and Jack. We never experienced, I guess they used to do Halloween Horror Nights used to do villains mm-hmm. that themed around the park or were themed for the year and kind of controlled the park that year. Mm-hmm. And uh he was the, one of the, the originals. He was one of the originals. In the three years we've been there, at least, they haven't had an overarching villain. But I can't imagine that for year 30, they wouldn't bring somebody back. Yeah. But also, the Beetlejuice parade sounds dope. So <laughs> I like Beetlejuice. <laughs> You've already said his name twice. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think this has turned into a little bit more than a mini sode. Yay. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) So shall we wrap things up? Do you hate sandworms? (laughs) I hate sandworms.
We even shop at the same store. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should wrap it up. In conclusion, go to Halloween Horror Nights. Absolutely. It's still available for a few days. <laughs> yeah, just, just you know, go ahead right now. Drive down to Florida. If you're from Florida and you haven't experienced it yet, you got time. Yeah. Go. Yeah. If you're not from Florida. I'm sorry. Book yourself an overnight flight and just go. Go <laughs> for a day. Go for a weekend. Check it out. You'll want to come back to it every year. It's yep. awesome. Not to be missed. So that's our adventure in Universal Halloween Horror Nights. We were going to do stuff from the park, which maybe we'll do next year. Yeah. Um. So. If we can manage our time a little yeah, bit better. If we can manage our time a little better. There. We were going to have, try out the different, Universal does different beers and stuff like that, mm. that we were going to sample and talk Some about. Some local Florida beers. When we get equipment that we can actually like. Transport. Transportable. Safely and easily. It would like a microphone that we can bring into the uh, park. Like yeah. a small microphone that we can then clip onto ourselves and stuff, but. Mm. We'll definitely try to do that next year with some adventures. Yeah. But yeah, so that's our review of Halloween Horror Nights 29. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us. And uh, I said it in Forgotten Horror and I'll say it here. Hey, baby. <laughs> keep it spooky. <laughs> Cheers.